Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Disney Geeks, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Carolyn. And I'm Rod. And today we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, sound good. This one is actually my favorite. I forgot that it was my favorite until I watched it, and I was like, yeah, this one's my favorite. I mean, we'll get into it with, like, the memories and all that soon, but, like, this is definitely, like, if I was to be, like, of those, only, for the longest time, I thought that was the only Indiana Jones movie, because I'm, like, this is it, this is all that's ever on, and it's so good, just so good. Yeah, well, I guess we can segue into our memories, so, yeah, I think this might have been actually the first one I saw when I was younger. I don't remember at what age my parents uh, were, like, you guys can watch Indiana Jones. But I'm pretty sure this was the first one <laughs> that we we saw. And that might be one of the reasons why it's my favorite. But also just a million other reasons why it's my favorite. But for the longest time, I don't know if it was because... This was back in the day people when you had VHSs and you could record things or on the TV on your VHS, VHS tapes. And I don't know if my parents, like, missed part of the beginning of the movie. So, like, a lot of the early, like, flashbacks I don't really remember seeing until I was like a little bit older. So like for the longest time, I always kind of thought the movie started around, you know, the scene where he's like at the school and then goes to the party. But because for some reason, I, that part was like missing. And then then I obviously saw it. And I'm like, oh, things make so much more sense now. I mean, the whole intro part is very important to the story. I mean, you can see it like that sometimes. But yeah, I just remember this one, I think, was definitely the one that I watched the most or we watched the most. Raiders was probably a close second, but this one was definitely the favorite of the two that we, we were we were able to watch. Mine, I have like, it's a weird distinct memory with mine. It's okay. So I know this movie was shown a lot when I was a kid. Like, I don't know. I don't think we caught a VHS. Thing. I really don't. I think it was just like, again, it was one of those like TBS movies that they played all the time or TNT or whatever but it was like one of those that they played a lot but I didn't like I have a distinct memory of watching this movie like my <laughs> my mom was watching the Oscars in the other room and it was Steve Martin and oh that was the other one Martin Short yeah Martin Short when they hosted the Oscars but I was like this is boring and so I went into my room and I watched the data joke <laughs> I mean, that's a good uh, alternative to the Oscars. They are usually kind of boring. Yeah, so that's, like I said, that's my weird, like, one memory that I have distinctly in this movie. But, I mean, I've watched it a million times. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie. Yeah, I agree. I definitely watch this one a lot. And this is one of those ones where if it was ever on TV, you would just pop it in, like, just turn to that channel and watch it. But it doesn't matter how far in or, you know, if it was almost over. You're like, I'm still going to watch in the, whatever's left of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So, yeah, this one's definitely a movie that was heavily watched in our household. Yes, and you can de- probably definitely tell when we get into the movie about the discussions that she are going to have. Oh, yeah. Even watching it, like, I can't, I cannot tell you the last time I've seen this movie. But I can still remember lines from the movie. And not so much with Raiders, but this one, there were parts where I was like, and would say the line with them. I was like, yeah, this is definitely somewhere deep in my subconscious. I've watched this a lot. Yeah, mine was definitely linked to, like, I was, like, half paying attention. And then at one point, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I know exactly where we're at. I don't have to worry about anything. I know exactly what happened, in, like, right before this. The lines they said, all of it. Like, we're good. We're bad. Yeah, same. That was nothing to asking, but I was like, I know this movie so well. Yep. So how many adventure hats would you give it based off your memories? Probably like a nine. I think, yeah, we're going to go with nine adventure hats. How about you? Uh, I think we're going to give it an eight, an eight adventure hats. Saying, with that being said, let's dig into this movie. Now, before I say anything, I had to look it up just now. I thought for... A hot second because I didn't look up when the show started. I had to see if it was the same actor that did the like Young Adventures with Indiana Jones. I don't want that. I thought that would have been a cool tie-in if they had, but no. Well, it would have been, except that's River Phoenix, and he tragically ended his life. So, Gregory, for me to start this this uh, just so 
We are back in uh, 1912 when Indiana Jones is young and he's awesome. Mr. Lee the Boy Scouts. I'm just going to say it's the Boy Scouts. Or like some sort of wilderness explorer thing. The wilderness explorers before the wilderness explorers were a thing. <laughs> so in some multiverse, that's the same group of people as Russell from up. Yes, I mean, they do have almost the same outfits, except they're wearing yellow bandanas instead of orange. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, Indian Jones ends up going with his friend into this cave and they see a bunch of looters who are going after this thing and they end up finding a gold cross. And I, I think this is Coronado, right? You belong yeah. to Coronado. And so he's like, this is where, this is where the one continuity thing does not make sense for me. Where he's like, it belongs in a museum. And he's like, all me, 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 museum. Well, we learned in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, he doesn't care very much about museum. Actually, like, museum, that and Temple of Doom, we learned he doesn't care that much about museum. So, Snack continuity, but I like that he, like, that's why when I watched the first two, I was like, we love that. It's okay. You know, maybe he, like, went back and forth on it, but. Yeah, and then same thing with the snakes. I mean, in the first movie, it was consistent, but then in the second movie, he didn't seem to care about snakes. And then we find out why he doesn't like snakes. Oh my god, I would be traumatized too. But I, there's a couple. Both my theories are in this movie, and it's not great. And it's both both terrifying ways in which my theories are in this movie. So basically, Andrew <laughs> Johnson's his friend. He's like, you got to go back. You get the sheriff, and get. It's just some other guy's name too, but I can't remember what the dude's name. He's like, get the the, the mayor. No, it was the mayor. Get the mayor, and there's some other dude that he has to be. So then Indiana Jones, he's like, what do you do? He's like, figure it out. And so he grabs the thing, runs off, and then the looters are chasing him, which I still think is hilarious. Like he whistles for the horse, and he tries to jump on it, and he, he finally gets it. He gets to his train, which is uh, in another multiverse, it's Casey Jr.'s train from Dumbo. It's a circus train, so there's lots of uh, creatures on. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of creatures. So he ends up almost getting, um, both of them almost end up getting their family jewels taken off by a ride. Then they end up going through all the child. Like he's in the water, and then he ends up in the snake pit. And then uh, he ends up in the lion cage, which is how he gets his whip and whip, his, like, yeah. scar. I thought... I did think that was like interesting that even though, you know, they didn't need to explain how Harrison Ford got a scar on his chin, they still added that in as like a fun little detail. Yes. Oh, I just, oh, cool. it's steak thing just every time, every time. And then the fact that it's still there later, he like gets it on his face. How do you not feel it in your face? How do you not? Oh, oh. It just that part drove me nuts too. I was like, I said, like, okay. I re- I forgot about this like that thing about it. that's the reason why that blonde dude who like he's just weirdly creepy. I don't know why that blonde one is like maniacal. Like everyone else is just like, all right, we're looters, we're like gonna kill you if you don't, but like he's just like maniacally cackling. Things. Like I get it, you're gonna be rich, but like damn, like you know. So there's that. And then he gets he escapes through, which I still don't know how he got through that magic. I get I get it, it's magic. But like I still don't know how he was able to get up from the train. And I mean, people lay down in the tracks sometimes. There's like there's space between the thing and the the thing and the thing. Between the railroad tracks and the car of the train. She's a she's a conductor now, guys. She doesn't even think about trains. I'm an expert. <laughs> well, yeah, now it's cool. So then he ends up getting back to the house, which this is my other small thing. Okay, I get it that the dad is obsessed with finding the Holy Grail and like making his journal and blah blah. And so like he's just like, I don't get it. Like, leave me alone, basically. But when there's people in your house, specifically the mayor, wouldn't you get up and be like, Yo, why is the mayor in my house? Or like, who are all these people that are suddenly in my house? Probably, but they needed to keep, uh, you know, Sean Connery's face hidden until later in the movie. Wouldn't have worked for the transition to the next scene where it's like he, put, he puts the hat on him and then he lifts his hat head up and it's older Indiana, which is a cool transition. It is a pretty good transition. I'll give them credit for that. But like sometimes when I watch movies, I'm like, like I'm, and I'm trying to be a little bit more 
it gets nicer when we do these reviews because sometimes I have to remember that they're a freaking movie. It's sometimes like that wouldn't happen in real life, or like I get, or sometimes I'm like I know cinematic tricks it up that I'm like, you're only doing this, like that whole thing. You're only doing this to set up the hot thing. Like you're only doing this. Like no one is going to like take a hat, push your head down slowly for that long to put it on your head. Like you're doing it for the transition. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, but I mean, they have later in the movie that conversation, like not absentee, but it seems like his father mentality is like, I was teaching you how to be independent and how to do things. And he obviously was, you know, he had his, he then put his soundproof headphones back on while he was like scribbling in his grail diary. Yeah. And I didn't have those back then. It's metaphorical. It's metaphorical. Yeah. <laughs> he just, you know, he's he yeah, he gets hyper focused on it, so he just didn't care what was happening around him. It's just yeah, it's things like that that I'm just like I need to remember. I need to remember, and it's a movie, and it's okay. It's a movie, but anyways, so we get to it's not present day. I guess it's present day when he does this. I feel like it was like what? What is it like? Ten years late or something like that. Anyway, so he finds the guy again, seals it back, and he ends up, and then we flash forward again to the college scene, which I I really enjoy when movies do this trope all the time in the trilogy. Like, you see the first one, you really enjoy what they do in the first one. The second one, they get a little experimental, which most people didn't like in the second. And they're like, okay, we're going to go back to basics in the third one, and they repeat a lot of the things that happened in the first one. So they do it again where he's in the college scene and isn't it this time doesn't something happen with the eyes too? Uh no, I don't think in this one, but this is the you know, then goes to his like office and they're all like waiting there. Yeah, they're for like, him. I'm doing? He's like, I have my office hours and like, no, he needs a lot. And this is when he gets a bunch of mail and he takes it with him and he ends up as he's um he jumps out of a window of his university, which I'm like to imagine being that popular at a university. Right. I also love that he his, his uh office is literally like a archaeology like supply closet. It's not yep. actually, it's not actually an office, but also when he's off doing these adventures, they don't seem like they it's not like he's like there for a day and then comes back. Like how is he still a professor? How does he keep his day job? <laughs> he seems to be off adventuring more than he is teaching. <laughs> They're probably like, we have this famous archaeologist and he just comes. You know what I think it is? Like, he thinks he's a professor or he thinks that he's a professor, but they're like, dude, we just brought you in for a master class. I don't know why you, why you were saying me homework. You're just a... You're the sub. You're the, you're the sub. You're the... We have a special guest today in class. Not the... You're here forever. Which I know that's not what happens because, like, clearly what we saw in the preview of the newest movie, uh, we can't actually watch it. But I'm with you. Um, but that's why, that's why in canon that he, <laughs> he, he mistakes, he mistakes employment as, uh, him being a master class. Yeah, maybe that's what it's true. They're like, Indiana Jones, you've been absent forever. We're forcing you to retire. No more master blessings. <laughs> you took too many adventures. Too many adventures. Too many times where we're like, "Is he dead? Is he... Oh, he's alive! Oh, he's back!" Yeah, that's the other thing. Does he tell the college he's working for that he's going on these adventures? Like, he's clearly been very close to death several times over the course of this franchise. So, yep. do they just like if he just, you know, do they just assume if he's not showing up and he's off on an adventure or? How who lets them know that he's like died on his adventure if he dies? Exactly. I'm going to assume at least with this one, there's a real example why he would just like up and be gone. Yes. Because as we learn, when he gets taken to this fancy party, which was um he goes into this car where they're like, We have this like composition for you. And so he goes to the party and they talk to him about like the Holy Grail and the last crusade or the what happened in the first crusade or these three knights that went off to go find the Holy Grail and all this jazz. And he ends up talking about this shield that has only half the scripture, like the location of where the Holy Grail might be at. And we find out that his father was originally the person they went to, but 
they ended up losing him or he's lost. Yeah, he's gone missing. That this explains why you would just up and leave and be like, so sorry, college, like my father's missing. I need to go find him. Whereas like the other ones, I don't know. I got I went to the I went to go find this diamond in China. And I went to go to Peru. Yeah, so that's that's him off on his adventure. So he goes to the last place his father was to meet uh his associates in Venice. Elsa. I forget what her last name is, but it's Elsa. I love when every time he's he's like, wow, oh, Guinness. I miss that line. So you're jumping in just a tiny bit. When he and Elsa are making out and he goes, ah, Venice again. I just remember that. I never remember the first time he said, ah, Venice. So I'm like, oh, it's a reoccurring thing that keeps in Venice. You're like, ah, oh, Venice. Good to lovers. But yes. So he and... Marcus. Marcus. I was even Martin. That's why I was like, it's not Martin. Why am I forgetting his name? So him and Marcus go, oh, before they even go, they go to his dad's house. Because he's like, oh, my father, can you be missing? So he ends up going to his father's house, finds out, finds out all disheveled and thrown all over the place. You go like, well, what are they looking for? And Billy, like, well, clearly, because my father had this journal, everything, holy grail, they must be looking for that. And he looks and he's like, oh my gosh, my father sent me the journal. So they go to Venice and Elsa's like, this is like the last place your father and I, oh no, no, they were at dinner. Apparently they were at dinner. And when she went to the bathroom and came back, he was gone. And all that was left was the scrap that she gave him, which just is a bunch of them. Uh, they go to this library, which was from a cathedral that was turned into a library. And I love that he, I mean, it's good that he's like not trusting in Elsa, but he's like, but that doesn't gonna stop me from flirting with her and trying to get in her pants. So I was like, I'm confused, Indiana Jones. Like, you said don't trust her, so don't show her the journal. But I must still flirt with her to to get her in bed i'm confused i mean you can still like flirt with someone and not trust them for me for me i guess yeah i'm the weirdo that i'm like i don't do nothing unless i trust you a little bit <laughs> at least a little bit <laughs> i mean i am the same way but you know in the end clearly not he can compartmentalize those two things <laughs> is that what womanizer was about it was by britney Spears. it was actually about indiana jones Maybe, but uh, we find out later that he actually can't compartmentalize it, so I don't even know. Yeah. He confuses me. Indiana Jones confuses me. But anyways, so I do think it's funny that he was like in his lecture, he said X never marks the spot. He goes, he said X marks the spot. And I'm like, and, I mean, I get it. It's a funny, like, he, he, ha, you were wrong. It's still. Um, the one thing, and I know, I know they can't build an entire library. But when he goes up to the top and he goes, X marks the spot, I looked and I was like, oh my God, that backdrop is pink. I was like, that's a painted bookcase to make it look like there's more. I didn't even notice that, but that's hilarious. Yeah. In the days before CGI. I just, I looked and I was like, I mean, great on them for doing a practical effect, but I was like, Trey confused. So then I also think this is a great gag of miraculously when he slams the thing down that angles the same time as that dude's stamp, which I'm like, I don't know how anybody else would it be like in the live <laughs> well, like, And then he like lifts it up and like looks at it. It is only that one stamp too, so that's what makes it even more confusing for him. So it's great. So funny. Yeah, and then we get to go spend some time in the, the catacombs. Oh, I don't think that has my fear in it. But I know you and uh, his father don't like rats, but I do appreciate the, like, one thing about Elsa is she's not, like, shrieky and screamy. She, like, does have her moments where she, like, might scream, but compared to, like, the other two, she's so much better in that regard. She doesn't scream for Indy. She doesn't complain about everything that exists. She's, like, down. She's, like, oh, an adventure? We're doing this stuff? All right, let's do it. That's the real time she screams is when I would scream, which is Freaking rats are in her hair. Like, yes. they're out. Like, I would scream too. And she's not like, India, come stay in me. She's just like, ah, like, there are rats in my hair. Like, yes, of course. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> but basically, they find the third. Uh, we find, oh, you guys getting all blustered. 
in the lore, they said there were three knights, two of which they said never came back. The third one, they were like, okay, cool. We found this tomb and it has the um, that other shield. So you're able to scribble it all on, which is cool. I think, what did he call it? It was like, I mean, I think it was like wax paper that he was using. He just like chalked it on. Yeah, it's just like it's a rubbing. That's what he called it, the rubbing paper. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You just use like, yeah, you basically take like chalk and you like rub it. So it gets an impression of what's beneath it. So they get the rest of the shield. And that's when there's these other guys, which we don't know who they are yet. But they are like, can't go after the ground. They already like knocked out Marcus. And which poor Marcus in this movie, like that dude went through a lot. He did. He's just, well, let's just be honest. We all want to be Indiana Jones, but we're all actually Marcus. Yes. <laughs> That's a really good way to put it, though. We want to be Indiana Jones or actually Marcus, 1000%. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, how are you doing down in that hole? Are you good? Oh, I got bumped in the head. Does anyone here speak English? It just, and then also they're getting kidnapped like three times. Oh, poor Marcus. I'm used to that little detail, like, growing up, that it's actually gasoline that the water is in, and then he's, and then I missed the light again, the Indian Jones is like, what do you, he called it, or it's actually called, oh my god, called it petroleum? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, petroleum, I should just make a well here and go into retirement. Which, again, why didn't he, but okay. So, which makes a lot more sense about why the fire does what it does. For some reason, I was just like, "Ooh, this is really flammable water," because right? sometimes that happens. Like, I don't know. We have we see it, we see it at in Fantasmic and all that. Like, I get it. But even that there's pyrotechnics in there. I mean, yeah, as a child, you know, fully think through a lot of those things. But I did. Uh, that was something in rewatching it. I was like, oh, but then I was like, you know, if any sort of like spark fell off of his like. Uh, torch or if he tripped and fell and oopsie daisy into the water that goes so like oopsie daisy that's a big old oopsie daisy like good thing he's very sure-footed and then nothing because he literally an old piece of like it's a bone no what he yeah but he he wraps cloth around the bone so like lucky none of that like cloth decided to just whisk away into the into the gas so they go out and then they end up, which I still don't know how. This is what you understand. They, the, the, what's it called? The dudes that are trying to kill them, they didn't see that they didn't die. So why are they running out like, oh no, they didn't die? Because they needed an action sequence? I know, but like, it would have been different if they walked up and were like, hey, hey we did it. Oh no, there they are. But they run out like, where are they? They, they escaped. And I'm like, how did you know? Because you lit the whole thing on fire, you would have left to make sure you didn't get burned either. Yeah, I don't know. So I got one, I'm confused. But anyways, we get the whole sequence, which I also think is hilarious that he was, do you come between the government and them? Are you crazy? I said, don't come between them. You guys just need to listen to each other better. Exactly. I mean, I know you're busy fighting someone and you're also busy trying to make sure that the other people can't find you. But still, pay attention. Communication is key. So they get through. We find out that these are some, um, what are, I should remember what they're called. Like, they're not knights. No, but basically they, they've been protecting the secret of the grail for, forever. I, I don't remember what they're called, but yeah, they've had like the, the symbol tattooed on their, their chest. And he, oh, cause he's like, I know where your father is basically. So he's like, you have to go to this castle. He goes to this castle in Berlin. You have to go to this castle in Berlin, which is where your father's being kept. All right, cool. So then they go, and which they don't, no, they don't travel. Do they travel by map in this, in that part yet? Yeah, I think so. I like before that, remember the rooms get ransacked. Yeah, honey, it's not too. So they, which again, I don't understand. You're in the bathtub, you're in the bathroom. How do you not hear everything outside your room being crossed and knocked over? Like, I get the Elsa one because we find out in like, just a tiny bit, but she's the bad guy. Well, like, reading it in jokes, I'm like, Paul, you took a shower, you took a bath. How did you do it? You know, it's like when he drank the poison. Sometimes he's real smart, and other times he's not. It's almost like the bomb, like, uh, but that's when they have their whole makeout sequence, and they, like, I hate arrogant men. I hate fast women. Even like, okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> 
and they're right that's stuff you're like oh so cringy like you think you think she'd be like because like presented as like this like smooth guy and when he gets in these situations none of it feels smooth or like no he's just just a grumpy old man in a young person's body and now he's a grumpy old man as an old I just am confused. That's so true. I mean, I get that the grumpy sunshine trope is a thing, but he needs he needs some better lines. Like I hate fast women. Like if if I feel like if someone told like if a man came up to you and said, I don't like fast women, you would be like, Okay, man, peace out. Yeah. But what makes you think I'm a fast woman? Like just sitting here. <laughs> I will I will run real fast out of here. <laughs> But, so yeah, they have their whole sequence, whatever. In the game of Berlin, I still think it's my favorite. My favorite line, they walk in, he's like, if you want to see the top of sleep, if you are this, then I am making rounds. It's like you like remember those lines, but you forget that they're in there, and then that one popped up. I was like, funny. <laughs> yes, it's great. Um, So Indiana then goes to the castle to find his father. He ends up jumping into one of the windows, going through, not the door, but through the window, and his father hits him inside the head. And you find out it's Sean Connery, which I think he's so cute in that bucket hat. I'm like, I love that he has a bucket hat. I don't know why, but it's cute. It's it's a vibe, and him in this movie is just a vibe, because he's just, he's also the grumpy father, but he's also just really fighting everything that he does. He's like, he's like, I, I thought you were one of them. He's like, Dad, they come through the door. The door, <laughs> come through the door. Oh, that's he's true. like studying the vase. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, I, I broke this really ancient Chinese vase, and then he's like, it's okay, we're gonna be alright. Ah, it's it's okay. Or he's like, oh, it's fine. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, you see it yet? He's like, he cares. And he goes, you see this? What's up, folks? Their chemistry too, like they're the way that they are together is so good and i think that is another reason why i love this movie so much and i also wonder how much of the stuff that they said to each other was like in the script or how much was ad-libbed between the two of them because i feel like there had to be some like ad-libbing going on with the two of them well what i think is great too and like i didn't realize this until now he Sean Connery gets to play like the like I'm in an adventure movie but I'm not like the person solving it as a person who like he was he was 007 so like going from an action like you're the lead leading like the action story along you're like I'm just the sidekick who doesn't know what's going on it was great <laughs> I know half the time he's like come on dad come on and he's like you shot them yep that's you oh my god he's like oh my god they're done yeah <laughs> We have to go now, Dad. I also love it because the, the the guards then bust in and they're like, "Give us the book." And he's like, "I we don't have the book." Oh, because it's the whole Doctor Jones. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, oh, he's like, "Give and us the he, book." He's like, yeah, go he's like, it. "You really, you really think my son would be like dumb enough to like bring the book back here and just in Vienna space the whole time?" He's like, "I have failed." why would you bring it back it's just uh but that's when you go downstairs and then you see elsa's at gunpoint they're like let her go and i was watching them show battery henry jones goes no like no like she's one of them like go ahead shoot her like it's not anything like whatever yeah he's like he's not gonna shoot her she's like he's gonna kill me he's like he's she's not i just i love like that was i mean it's it's so basic, but like it's still really cool. She's just like, well, Indiana, you should. It was like the if only there was someone to love you, but it was yeah. You should have listened to your father. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little line, but it's like he, you know, he like throws down the gun and he like shoves her across the room, and then I was like, you should have listened to your father. <laughs> it was just that old line just ingrained in my brain. Saunters back, and you're like, ah, how dare she? Like, you have to give them credit that that's, like, really bold that they made that reveal so early in the movie. Like, I mean, so we're about, honestly, like, we're halfway, maybe, like, we're about halfway through the movie at this point. So, like, I mean, that's still pretty wild that, like, they made the reveal so early. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know how they would have, you know, done it in the story if they hadn't done that, that reveal. But 
I do like I know she is technically like a villain, but I do like that she's like complex in her in her villainness. Like, yes, she's on the side of the Nazis, but we see like things that they do later in the movie like affect her and kind of conflicted about some things. Yeah. But that's when we get a whole action sequence of them trying to uh Lord tied up and they're like, all right, well, basically Hitler's calling for you. We gotta go back to Germany. And so they leave and you have Keychan use the lighter to like untie it and he ends up dropping the lighter and it lights the room on fire. <laughs> he tries to blow it out. Looks <laughs> like go to the fireplace and then the fireplace can like go between two rooms and so you have that whole sequence. It's like a secret compartment, so because the Nazi fortress is there, the, yeah, they've got a bunch of Nazis there, and then it's this whole part with them like stuck to the chair, and it's like, Dad, what, Dad, what? <laughs> like just yelling at each other. Oh, it's, it's so funny. But then, yeah, then they like figure out how to escape. I also like in this part when they like they go up into some room, but there's like no way out. And in the end, it's like there's got to be like a door or a lever or something in here and his dad's like i find when i'm in situations like this i just sit down and think and he sits in the chair and that's the like secret door lever and just falls down the stairs so good i love all of me now they end up escaping and they take this motorcycle and they're like all right we need to go like market oh because that's the other part too and they said that Marcus. Uh, has the journal and you'll never find him. He can disappear into a crowd. You'll never find him. Marcus has the map, so they had the book. He has not Yeah, but they tore the book out, so they can't, like, they know where to start for the hunt for the girl, but they don't have the map for how to get there, so. And, um, oh my god, what was it? And Marcus, that's when he ends up meeting up with Sala for some weird reason? Yeah, because it's, uh, Alexandretta, which I don't remember the name of, like, the city that was there now but yeah basically they go back to like egypt area marcus just runs into sala this Sala's like okay i'll help you but then sala has these bags that he ends up like he's leaving these bags he's carrying with him everywhere and when i'm like wait a minute i'm confused and then marcus gets captured and so um then we're back with Indiana jones they're like okay well we need to go start with like with marcus and they're like no we need the journal he's like why do you need the journal like we we just need to get the map and he's like i don't remember everything and he's like you don't remember everything he's like i read it down so i don't have to remember yeah i also like in this part uh when they're on the motorcycle there's a both full action scene like anytime india does something that he's like proud of when he like dispatches an enemy his dad's just sitting in like the passenger car with like the most grumpy dad expression on his face like can't believe you just did that then they, they shan't it gets all like happy and grumpy like you just don't appreciate it dad also in some the only thing i could think of during that action sequence was in some multiverse there's indiana jones and captain america fighting nazis together they, the, yes they did somewhere somehow some way you know what while he's like doing all the stuff with the uh, the ground floor the you know captain america's up in the airplanes trying to yes. so they keep going and they end up going to oh they take a hot air balloon to Berlin, which is another just like little action sequence where they're like worried that the colonel or whatever that's like checking tickets is also the one that like tied them up and then they don't recognize them and you know, so whatever yeah but i also like in that part because they uh they don't have the diary yet no because they're not in berlin yet they get it when they get it back and said that we're the sign first no are, are we out of sequence because i thought when they were on the hot air balloon that was when they were the the things in the grail diary the penitent man like only the penitent man shall pass then whatever the other two were like i thought that happened when they were on the the blimp because they were sitting at the table being like well dad you never talked to me and you know he's like well i was trying to teach you how to be independent and then he's like you want to talk let's talk and then he doesn't know what to say and so then he like pulls the chair over i thought he pulled the diary out that's what happens right i flipped it the hunter balloon comes first the motorcycle I see we got things a little, a little flipped around, but it's fine. But yeah, because they were on the hot air balloon talking about the the like steps once they get to wherever the grail is held for like getting to the grail. Yeah. Um. So once they get back to Berlin, that's where um they get to the infamous scene where they burn all of the books 
in Germany during the time period, which scary, scary times. And Elsa is like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, this is wild. And so she's taking a walk. And Indiana decided to dress up as a Nazi founder, grabbed the journal, and he's like, I always remember that line too, where he like grabs her and he's like, well, I have to do a sweep. She's like, oh, I have to do a sweep. And he lets it go. And then he's trying to leave. He gets caught up in a crowd and then he bumps into Hitler. And then Hitler, like, was a little Like, it's so weird because he's like, what are we going to do? And then Hitler just like, which I don't understand. If you're at a place where they're burning the books and Indian Jones has a book in his hand, and then Hitler signs it. Wouldn't you think Hitler would be like, oh, this is one of the other books, so throw it in? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's not super wasn't thought through. Yeah, but I mean that, I'm like, I still think it's just pretty hilarious, which he doesn't look enthused. He does not. He does not look enthused at all. So, yes. So that's when they end up meeting up with Sala to go and save Marcus, because apparently they've gone using the map. Um, and while they're on this trail, that's where they, that's where the huge tanks are at. And like that, it's on a cavern. Why am I, it's not a valley either. Is it a cavern? Yeah, they're kind of in like a ravine type thing, like a passageway between like mountains. Very reminiscent of the first movie. Yeah, but then they're also somehow on top of like something with like a cliff because then the tank falls off of the cliff. Yes. So they have a whole action sequence where they say Marcus and they end up making, like you said, the tank falls off and then Indiana Jones almost dies and you think the hot almost go out. It's the whole thing. I love that they're standing there like so sad and mourning and he just like comes around and he's like, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> now here's, I did not know that Petra existed, but yet they're like, this is this temple. That like has the holy grail. I was like, you mean Petra? Like now look at it. Like you could have just said it's located in Petra. Why are we like there's this secret place that no one knows about? Everyone knows about it. It's a place that you go visit when you go to the Middle East. Yes, but I think they were just like that was probably just they just used a filming location because it looked really cool. Well, it definitely confused me as a history person. Later on, I'm like teaching about the wonders of the world, and Petra comes up, and then I'm like, wait, this is Indiana Jones. You're like. Do we go there and find the Holy Grail? I thought it was destroyed. Exactly. I literally was like, what? I was like 25, 26 when I learned that Petra existed. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like literally as I'm teaching, I go, wait. I was so confused. (laughs) Yeah. So they end up going in there and the Nazis end up following them there and they end up all going and they're like, there's three trials. So that's something that they mentioned too that. Yeah. And like, but the Nazis were already in there. So Elsa and the other guy who basically wants eternal life to live forever. Find a vampire. They'll bite you. It's easier. But yeah, so they're in there trying to go through. They basically keep sending people. And the first one, it's like they're walking through cobwebs. And then like you see it lift. And then there's like a swish. And it's just off with your head. Queen of Hearts style. Yeah, which uh, go medieval people or whatever for creating razor blades. Right? So, I mean, I didn't know that they could use that type of metal yet, but go go them. Well, maybe because, I mean, they have the guys that were outside protecting. You know? Ah, this is true. So maybe they they were also helping. They they updated some of the, the things. Yeah, because I'm like, the other two challenges are definitely like fake based the first one i mean the first one's like quote-unquote beat these two but like i feel like you could have just definitely added that part in there later so for sure but yeah so we get the first one with uh are they oh no no they shoot henry senior which is why they said this is your motivation to go find it now because if you don't your family's gonna die yeah finding the growls and the other way you're gonna save him so yeah the first one was only the penitent only what that word is hard only the the petal, the penitent, 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 there we go. penitent man will pass. And I, I do like how they kind of like cut these scenes with Henry Senior and Henry Junior, um, where they're both like saying and kind of figuring it out at the same time. Um, I really like how they, they did that. So we have the first one where we get through all of the razor blades. Then the next one where he has to take a leap of faith. No, that's the third one. Yeah, the second one's where he has to go through the cliff, right? No, the second one's where uh, it's the the name of God. 
Oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, I uh, I blinked and I didn't see that part. Now, fun little fact that's also a little memory of mine. I freaked out when I would go through Temple of the Forbidden Eye and they had that part where they're like, don't step on the eye. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the last crusade. But then I would like, even though I knew it was fake for some re- weird reason, as a child, I'm like, if I step on it, I'm going to fall through like Indiana Jones. If I step on it, I'm going to fall through like Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was like fall in the footsteps of God, something that having to do with the name of God because you just step on each of the letters. But then it was like, you know, in the Hebrew alphabet, it starts with the letter Y, I think, was the one. Oh, no. I, I taught this, too. It's like... It's Jehovah, but it starts with a Y. Uh, no, because they used to teach what they used, they used to call it. And I don't remember. But yes, it starts with a Y. But, uh, I mean, I know this means it's like, I can't remember when it gets each other. Yeah, then then it's the leap. Then it's the leap of faith. My bad. So then he finally gets to the girl, and it's the final test. Oh, and then the night's been in there forever. And he's like, all right. Like, this is, like, so you have come in here trying to get it, but, like, they fail because they don't know how to, like, like, they don't know which one it is. And so that's when Elsa and, again, I forgot what the other dude's name is, the one that wanted to live forever, gets through, and they're like, I'm going to figure it out. And so one of them grabs it. Well, Elsa's like, let me pick. And then she just, she literally, like, there is no thought process. Like, she's just like, this one. I'm like, what was your reasoning? What was your reasoning? And I know the guy's like, yes it's fit for a king but she didn't even look me like they didn't even take time to peruse the section of cups available to them yeah so he drinks it and that's when we have another like Raiders of the Lost Ark situation where he just like feels awful and then grabs Elsa and then I would have nightmares forever when I saw that like that would be trauma I could never get yeah when like Raiders was like melty like face melty this was like dust to dust like he literally becomes dust like bones yes. like Ash, like it doesn't, it wasn't like melty. It was just like everything, like deteriorate. Very cool practical effects, but yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. And so, again, just like, I'm going to do it next. And then he poked the oldest looking one, which, if you like realistically, like, if you thought, like, I'm not saying the paintings would get it right, but like, it looks like what it did in The Last Supper. Like, if you like look at it, I'm like, it really looked like that painting in The Last Supper. Well, I mean, that's probably what they modeled it after, but. I mean, his reasoning makes sense. Jesus was a carpenter, so his cup would probably be made of wood. If you think about how probably most, you know, he wasn't the most opulent person either. Yeah, he yeah he was not someone like you know maybe yes I don't well, we don't know what Jesus's family situation was like. Maybe his family did have money back in the days. I don't know, but if you, his thought process for picking, at least there is a thought process Indiana had with picking the cup that he picked yes appreciate that yes so he drinks it and he's good to go and so the knight's like all right good job and so he takes the cup with the water back like he he says don't don't let it pass the seal oh that's it yes he keep reading these small little details so he says don't pass the seal so he takes the cup heals his father but then elsa the dumb dumb that she is which i don't understand this rationale she then goes manic which i guess maybe because after we can jump or build a little too but she's like and you have the cup. It's, oh, she's also think too. She mentioned back in Berlin that she's like, yeah, I'm working with the Nazis, but like, I appreciate and like, really, like, I, I'm an archaeologist. Like, this is what I like doing. This is what I'm passionate about. So like, I'm not just an evil person trying to find something. Like, I'm actually fighting it for the fact that I want to see the movie. So she's like, it's yours and mine. Let's get, oh, like, and that's the other point that I totally forgot to mention too. That Elsa slept with Henry Senior too. And I'm like, because they linger on that a little far too long. Where Harrison Ford looks at his dad like, like you can just see it in his head like, awkward. Yeah. Oh, anyways. So she's, she, he's trying to like, very slowly leave for the exit. And Indian Jones is like, don't do it. You cross the seal. He warned us not to do that. And as she does, the whole temple starts to collapse. And then I'll stupid stuff. The entire sequence. She just does dumb things the whole time. She trips on air. Like she, you see, I get it. They need that whole thing for it to fall into the crevice. But like she, she literally is like moving with an, oh, and then just falls over. So yeah, then Indiana goes to save her and he's like, Elsa, Elsa, give me your hand. And she's like, I can get it. 
let it go, Elsa. I'm like, yeah, if, if uh, she'd just let go, like her frozen counterpart, <laughs> she'd still be alive. And then she slips through her glove and then falls to her death. Yes. And then uh, the, the cavern shifts. And, and literally two seconds later, and he's like, I can get it, Dad. I can get it. And he's like, Indiana, let it go. And oh, yeah. Like, he was the whole thing, the whole movie. Why is Anthony the whole movie? He calls him Junior, which makes him mad because he's like, my name's Indiana. He's like, no, you're, you're named after me, which we'll get to at the end. I think it's the best joke to leave off the movie. But, uh, but yeah, and then he goes to Indiana, and then he's like, mm. But let's just be honest, we all did the when he swabbled. Yes, for real. So I was like, he said her by the game that he wanted. And so yeah, then they escape the crumbling temple, but not before the night. That's his little wing grapple. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think at the end. Wing grapple. Yes. He's like, goodbye. Which I think that's cool that like at least Henry Sr. got to see like the night and know that it... I mean, I know he saw the grail too now. Like he knows like his life's work is amazing. Like, I've seen it, I've done it. This is amazing. Which I don't know what I would do if that was like my obsession forever. And then I got to actually do it. I'd be like, oh, where do I do now? He's going to take a leisurely vacations. He's going to do a master class at the university with Indiana Jones. Yeah, he and Ian and Deal teach together. So they go to the, oh, they leave and they get the horses. And Mark is like, oh, and he calls him Junior one more time. And he's like, Stop calling me Junior. And he's like, that's not your name. He's like, yeah, Henry Senior, Henry Junior. And they're like, we named the dog Indiana. And he's like, you're named after a dog. <laughs> he's like, we had fond memories of that dog. Now, one little fact, too, which I, ne- I don't even know why I've never mentioned this. So the dog that I had, I had growing up, we got her from another family that was like not very nice to her. And originally, her name is Indiana. And my mom was like, Indiana's a boy's name, so we're just going to call her India so she doesn't get too confused. And so uh, they're, apparently Indiana is a popular dog's name. I think it is. I, as I after I watched the movie last night, I was talking to Kiara. I was like, if I got another doggy, we could name it Indiana. She's like, Mom, you're like, I don't know about this. I kind of like being an only dog. and I don't know how I feel about that. And so then Marcus, lovely little Marcus, who is also us, goes, I know the way, follow me, and then almost falls off the horse. Takes off down the canyon. They're like, someone should go catch him. And they're like, off into the sunset we go. Which is such a great way to end it. And then the end of the movie. And it's so good. And I love it. Love this one. So what are some of your favorite moments from this movie then? I really like a lot of this movie, but I feel like once they get to the the castle in Berlin and Sean Connery makes his like official entrance like everything from like that point on them interacting together I feel like their chemistry is just so good that that really probably just overall favorite and then I just like I feel like the just the story in general for this one it feels it feels more cohesive like I, I know we don't remember the villain's name but at least, like, their complaint in the first one I literally wasn't really, like, fleshed out. And, like, this one feels like all the little things that we, like, didn't like about some of the other movies, they, like, finally did a good job with in this one. Like, it's a cohesive story. It's a great balance of, like, action-adventure, but also the story and the lore. And, like, it just all, it just all feels really, like, good and fun. And it's, like, it's such a good, entertaining movie. And it just gets you. Well, for sure. I agree with all of that. Like, I love, it just, it feels like this one, I guess, feels like a quintessential, like, if you were to say who Indiana Jones is, this is an Indiana Jones movie. Like, I again, everyone else thinks Raiders is, like, the pinnacle of it, but I'm like, this one feels like a well-rounded, everything smoothed out, like, there's, I don't really see any rough edges, like, it's just, I have my small little gripes, but again, it's stupid gripes that, like, have happened, because they're from the it's an earlier time period. So, like, other than that, it's great. Yeah, or it's like, oh, they're just, like, their continuity wasn't great between the other films. But, yeah, this one feels, like, the most, like, they finally figure out, it's like, it's like, this is the Indiana Jones character. You know, they have a 
technically a couple of villains, but like Elsa as like an antagonist is like complex. She's not, you know, screamy. She's not a damsel in distress. She can hold her own, you know, and while she's not someone I would say like, yeah, let's look up to Elsa, but she's she's interesting. And I think she's a good counterpart for Indiana same thing with his father. Like, I think that it's just like the way all the characters are able to play off on each other. I really saying like marcus is a great like side character it's great so if you were to is there anything you didn't like that honestly not really yeah, same i don't think there's really much that i would be like nope this is awful like it's i like it it's good yeah i i can't it's one of those movies where it's like you know it might not be like the best cinematic masterpiece that has ever existed but I love it so much and there's not anything that I can be like, I really hated this or I really dislike that. It it's just it just falls into a movie that I just love so dearly. I agree. So then based off of our rewatch, how many adventure hats would you give it? It's still a nine. It's still a nine. I just I love it. How about you? I'm gonna bump mine up to a nine after this discussion, although like it's definitely a nine too. So all right. Well, we did that. We went through. We're going to go through the part that I, the next movie is what I call the fan fiction of Indiana Jones. Uh, I have only ever seen it once when it first came out. So I'm kind of interested to uh, rewatch it. To be honest, the same. I don't think I've watched it again since I saw it in theaters. Maybe my, maybe my thoughts will change, but I doubt it. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see how I feel about it after watching all of these kind of in pretty like quick succession and then not having seen that one in a while and only having like the biggest recollections of it. You know what's I mean, we'll have I mean, I know this our fucking comes out in different time periods, so like the time that we're recording this, it's only a couple of weeks until the new one comes out. So I'm like yeah. if I'll just if we watch this enough or watch the next one in like a timely whatever, like we'll have done it all and be able to see the new one and be like, well I don't know. <laughs> but was it good? Was it bad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see how our Indiana Jones story is going to end for us. Right, me too. Well, with that being said, where can people find you on the internet, Carolyn? You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Coffee and Chaos Magic. And Rod, where can people find you? You can find me at Rod Meets World with an H. And if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are Dizzy Geeks the Pod been posting their stories on their reselling so definitely check that out and we'll see you next time with indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull Yay.